Well, hello, everybody. This is Rich Poland. And we're coming to you today on uh, August 18th, Thursday, a little late again this week, but you've been you've been a traveling man, my friend. It's like that. It's Yeah, it's like that Johnny Cash song. I've been to Abilene, Oklahoma. <laughs> you've been everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah, well. Well, we got a lot of Patrick Reed stuff to talk about today. Who who'd have thought who'd have thought that a Ryder Cup podcast would talk it would turn into Patrick Reed when he's not even playing on the Ryder Cup team anymore? Patrick Reed Pat Captain America, now Captain Riyadh. Captain Captain Riyadh. Uh, his world golf ranking went down. He, he finished tied 31st and his world golf ranking went from 47 to 49. Good job, Patrick. Way to go. I, I hope that was worth it. You probably made about you know $20,000, probably spent about $40,000 getting there to lose two world re- official golf uh, world golf ranking points. Good job, Patrick. That's as, That's about as that's about as good a decision as as hiring the crazy lawyer that you had that you hired that we'll talk about later. Yeah, he's going to sue Brandel Chambly. I'm sure Brandel Chambly is quaking in his boots. Well, he's he's suing the Golf Channel too, but he's suing Brandel Chambly. Good job, Patrick. I, Really, well, good, good, good for good for Brandel. What a name, Brandel Chambly. It sounds it sounds like sounds like the guy who's a sommelier at a champagne tasting house. You think that's who Brandel Chambly? Remember, we, we did we did who's Chesson Hadley? If we did who's Brandon Chambly, I would say I would say sommelier at a uh, champagne tasting house, um, and he's from Texas. And he's from Brandel Chambly is from Texas. I bet he got I bet he got uh, picked on, beat up as a kid in Texas by by Billy Bob and Jimmy Joe because his name was Brandel Chambly, and uh, he stood up to him. I mean, Brandel Brandel's a good man. I like Brandel. Well, let's see. So you've been you've been traveling. You were in Houston. Uh, you and you saw you saw your old friend Kelly in Houston. That was nice. I was, I was thinking when you said you, you saw someone, I thought it was going to be uh, Alexa, uh, my my friend Alexa, who uh, lives down there in Houston. But uh, uh, if Alexa there, well, no, Alexa has gone from being in front of the camera to behind the camera, so so she has graduated. That, that that may be the case. That may be the case. Uh, so you were there, and you were in. You've been in Southern Oregon. You've been. You're, aren't you going to Minneapolis? Say. Well, 
Well, we are going. We are going to. to it's, it's Thursday today here in the Pacific Northwest, and we're going on Saturday night. We're going to see one of my favorite bands, Modest Mouse, uh, playing playing in, ten, in the Pioneer Square, which is kind of the main shopping square here in Portland. Uh, Modest Mouse, being a local band, plays here quite often, and you and I have seen them. But we've probably seen Modest Mouse five or six times together, Stacy. Remember that? Remember that time at the at the Crystal Ballroom where that girl kept following me around, and then and and she kept talking to me during the concert. So I said, "Can we leave?" And she followed us, and then and then said I was an asshole because I didn't like want her number or something. I just want to listen to the concert. She wanted to chat through the concert. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't recognize her anymore. Yeah, well, COVID has not done Portland uh, men or women any favors uh, in that regard. Yeah, we won't mention. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> now, 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 COVID put us all under a lot of stress. Uh, some of us, some of us gained 30 ounces and some of us gained 30 pounds. Um, a lot of stress. That's right. That's right. Oh, oh. So is this is the first week where the people who want to get on the tour play for the cards, which is really exciting. 126 to 200 with tw playing against 25 to 75 on the Corn Ferry. And then the guys like, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Minwoo Lee, guys from, from, from the DP World Tour who want to get on the PGA Tour uh have their have their chance because that's how that's how that's how christian bazudenhoit got on the tour uh last year and aaron ray aaron ray and all these guys who have played on the pga tour this year that's how they got on it, it's a shame that there's that that the corn fairy is no longer in portland uh so you know pumpkin ridge sold their soul escalante sold their soul to be a live site and gay davis told me this week i i had uh uh uh, a drink with Gay Davis on Monday night. He said that they were told they're not coming back to Pumpkin. Definitive. Well, I, I think Liv didn't think Portland was a big enough city, not not enough of an industrial center. But you know, I I I don't I don't know. I guess. I mean, you know. I, it, it's bittersweet, right? I mean, you know, we are not a live, you know, we're not a we're not a uh, pro live podcast, but it was kind of nice having having the event here in Portland. It was fun. I mean, for for a weekend, even even you know, trying to stay neutral and just kind of observing, uh, you know, it is kind of cool to see professional golf in Portland and professional golf at Pumpkin Ridge, which is a worthy course. 
Yeah, but the, you know, the, there were there were demonstrations, but the demonstrations were all outside and kept away from the players, uh, as opposed to to New Jersey, where you know you had the guy you know in in the uh, uh, in the crowd yelling out to Phil. Uh, we played the we played the clip, you know, do it for the Saudi royal government, Phil. He kept, you know, he kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He wasn't sorry. He was filming the whole thing. He wasn't sorry, but yeah. Well, I wonder, I wonder, here's the thing. Maybe we should, maybe we should, you know, open it up on, on Twitter and, and, uh, and our Instagram. So, you know, at the, at the PGA tour at golf tournaments, idiots, when guys hit the ball, you know, first it was, you know, it's in the hole, you know, on, on like par four drives. And then it was mashed potatoes. Baba Booey, uh, and my favorite, the one that the one that I was going to do if I ever did it, which I never would, would have been Yabba Dabba Doo, and somebody else took it. Somebody else did it. Uh, but we should, there should be a special one for the Live Tour. Uh, I don't know, maybe Allah Akbar. Allah Uh, you might be kicked out if you said Allah Akbar. Of course, they might be. They might think that you were about to, to do something. You know, uh, Allah Akbar. Hey, freedom of free, freedom of speech, man. Freedom of speech. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't mind getting kicked out of the live tour. I'm not getting kicked out of the Ryder Cup. Um. So what else? What else is going to? It was the first week of, of preseason football, Stacy. It was the first week for like you know, well, since we, the week seventeen of the season, where I got to see my Washington, you know, used to be a better name now, the Commanders. Uh, but it was kind of cool. I, you know, I'm I'm very happy that football's back, and, and you can see now the PGA season is ending earlier. Because they have the realization that when you know real football comes on, nobody's nobody's watching the PGA anymore. He got an eleven game suspension and five million. Because you know what you know what the Browns did? They structured his salary so he wasn't making anything this year. So that if he would, yeah. So that so that if he got fined, fined, you know, like. So, so if he was uh, suspended for the year, he wouldn't have to pay very much. And in subsequent years, he makes you know fifty million dollars. So the NFL was like, was like, yeah, right, screw this. We're not, you know, homie, don't play that game. Uh, I still don't think eleven. I still don't think eleven games is enough. He he did something. You know, it, you know. Here's the perspective: Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer of the Dodgers has rough sex. He admits he has rough sex with a woman who's who's kind of a groupie because she was already like with Fernando Tatis Jr. And he gets like two years. He gets like two years off for... for, for yeah, he, he got suspended half year last year and it might be two and a half years. He suspended all of this year. And uh, I don't know when Trevor Bauer is coming back. And he got 80 games. 
you know, the, the, the Padres, the Padres, they trade for Juan Soto. All of a sudden they have this super lineup with Juan Soto and Manny Machado and, and, and Josh Bell and Fernando Tatis Jr. And then he has to go and use Clobesterol for ringworm is what he said. That's, that's a good one. Ringworm. Oh my God. Really? And 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 you know, you and I are you know, Stacy. You know, we've we've mentioned it before. Stacy played minor league baseball. He was drafted, uh, drafted in the Indians organization and played minor league baseball. I am I am a baseball nerd of the of the highest degree, but baseball, you know, football and basketball are national games. Baseball is largely a regional game until until you get to the playoffs. You know, it's, you know, back when we were kids, you know, there'd be the NBC game of the week and you'd tune in on a Saturday afternoon and they'd have a good game, the Dodgers and the, and the Giants or the Yankees and the Red Sox. And people would watch that. And they'd have a Monday night game with Howard Cosell and people would watch that. But now, you know, the ratings for baseball, even, even, you know, postseason baseball are not great, but it's such a regional game now uh, that I don't, you know, I'm not really sure how or why the franchise values are increasing even that much. Well, yeah, right. Because the TV, because the TV contracts are, are worth the most, but, Yeah, well, I, I I love it. Now you know where I went last night. This is something I. This is a game I'd never been before. I went to see a Portland Thorns uh, women's soccer game. Now I have long con- I have long contended that women's soccer is one of those sports like women's golf, women's tennis, uh, where the women are fantastic. It's worth watching. They're skilled, and it was it was a lot of fun. I went with my niece and my nephew. My niece, uh, Bella Farkas, is about to be a freshman uh, on Skidmore's team. She was all 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 city in New York this year. She could have played, you know, anywhere. Well, not maybe not anywhere, but she could have played Division One. Wanted to go Division Three. She's absolutely fantastic, and uh, they're in town for the week before she goes to her training camp next week at, at Saratoga Springs. And there was this cool tournament yesterday, Stacy, where uh, the best team in England, Chelsea, uh, played the best team from France, uh, Olympic Lyonnais, and then the Thorns, Portland Thorns, played a team from Mexico. Uh, two games, like doubleheader. It was, it was like 30 bucks a ticket for two games, and it was a lot of fun. The Chelsea Lyonnais game was great. Those girls were fantastic. I think the Thorns didn't play all their best players, but... Uh, uh, they actually lost to the Mexican team, but the Chelsea, both games went to penalty kicks 
And the Chelsea uh, uh, Olympic Lyonnaise game was fantastic. Those girls were great. It was like watching like World Cup. Uh, they were. She had a good time. Yeah, and she would be like, "I can do that. I can't do that. I can do that. I can't do that." Uh, I think I think my nephew, who's a couple years younger, I think he just wanted to eat nachos. But we were there. We were there from like five thirty until like almost eleven o'clock. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll talk about that. Um, anyway, uh, that was, that was fun. You know, so I've, I've seen a couple of Portland Timbers games over the years. It's not, it's not my, it's not my, it's not my thing, but the women, these are the best women soccer players in the world. So that was cool. And uh, what else? <laughs> and uh, what else? Uh, we got we got offered. Uh, uh, Stacy Stacy uh, used to be an Oregon Ducks season ticket holder and isn't anymore. But I think we got we got offered tickets to the Oregon BYU game. So that'll be fun. I don't know. BYU's good. BYU's top twenty-five. BYU's uh, I. I saw I saw the preseason poll and they're and they're number twenty five. But did you see the other thing today? So USC and UCLA, you know, are leaving for the Big Ten. Well, the UCLA, being a state school, their board of regents said, uh, "Not so fast. We're not so sure we want to do this," because the board, yeah, because the board of regents also, you know, controls Cal, and they're like, you know, you're kind of screwing Cal. Uh, so the board of regents may have the final say in this, which would be interesting. Yep. All right, USC can do it. Well, we will see. Well, well, uh, the guy who took the money last week on the PGA Tour in the playoff was Will Zalatoris. He took the money. Will Will Zalatoris uh, in a, in an really an epic duel with. Uh, the the Austrian with a Georgia accent, Sepp Straka. You know, you know, Sepp, Sepp Straka is one of these guys. He's like Carl Peterson. He plays for Austria, but he's lived in in Georgia. Uh, he's lived in the U.S. I think he I think he grew up in Georgia. He's lived in the U.S. so long that there's there's no. I'm sure he speaks you know fluent German, of course, but he speaks he speaks Georgia English. Bubba, Kevin Kisner. So, uh, uh, still, yeah, David Duvall and, and Matt Kuchar. So, you know, in the past, the changes to the playoffs, it was four, it was four playoffs in the past. And one of them was in the New York greater kind of New York, you know, uh, uh, area New York, Philadelphia. One was in Boston. One was always in Boston. One was in in the Midwest, uh, usually in Chicago or 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 somewhere in the Midwest. And then the Tour Championship is in Atlanta. So they that was too much. So they cut it down to three. And last year it was, I, th I think it was first tournament was at Liberty National. And then I think there was one in the Midwest and then Atlanta. This year they decided to. Uh, 
changed the Memphis tournament. So the Memphis tournament, the, the, the FedEx St. Jude's, at one point was just a regular tour stop. And then they made it a WGC when they took it away from Trump. And now it's the first leg of the playoffs, which is, it's a great course. A lot of water, so a lot of risk, a lot of risk reward holes. So uh, uh, Will Zalatoris shoots 71 the first day and then 63, 65, 66 winds up hitting a 10 foot clutch par putt on the 18th in, in regulation. And then Seb Straka, who uh, had been, you know, basically uh, in the lead or close to it the whole tournament, uh, 64, 66, 68, 67 has a 20-foot birdie putt to win the tournament, would be by far the biggest win of his career. He won earlier this year. Where did Sepp Straw? He won, you know, one of the one of the wraparound events, I think. Um, but uh, misses that putt. Gets a good putt, misses the putt. Has another, like, 20-footer to win on first playoff hole. The second playoff hole is kind of a disaster for both of them, but they, 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 they tie. And then the third playoff hole, where they go to – a par three, they go to the 11th. And, you know, you want to describe that, Stacy, Because it was crazy. It's kind of an, it's kind of an island, you know, for, for anyone who didn't see, the 11th is uh, a hole that's kind of surround, par three, surrounded by water on the right and long. This ball, this ball bounced. It, it bounced in the rough, and then it looks like it's going in the water, but it bounces on the rocks. And there's no way it's not going in the water, but it just bounces, 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 and lodges itself like up against, uh, you know, uh, a little, a little, uh, uh, the edge. He hits it, it. It lands in the rough, but his ball is is uh, is uh, is slicing. His ball slices right into the water. So 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 here's the here's the gamesmanship, right? So Will Zalatoris can decide whether he wants to hit it or not because it's not in the water. Sepp Straka, he thinks about it. Sepp Straka goes back to the drop zone to pay his third and airmails the green into a back bunker. So now Sepp Straka is, is, is lying three in a back bunker. And Will Zalatoris is like, okay, you know, if I hit this thing, it's probably going to hit it up against the face of the landscaping and go into the water, and then I'm sunk. So now I'm going to go back to the drop zone. All I have to do is beat Sepp Straka, who's in, a ba- who's in the back bunker. And so Will, Zal- Will Zalatoris then promptly hits it to like, what, six, seven feet. So, so, well, the amazing, the amazing thing was, so here's Will Zalatoris sitting, you know, on this, on this, the edge. Sepp Straka hits his third shot. He's about to hit his fourth shot, but Will Zalatoris is technically closer to the pin. So Sepp Straka has to hit his fourth shot. So technically, Sepp Straka is lying five, uh, is four, is lying four, playing his fifth. Will Zalatoris is lying one, 
but Will Zalator still is in bad position. He could still lose the hole because he could go back to the drop zone and hit it in the water again, of course. Uh, so it was, it was amazing. So Will Zalatoris then, you know, hits his putt. Will, uh, Steph Straka hit a good bunker shot, uh, but Will Zalatoris hits his putt and gets his first career win at the, at the uh, uh, FedEx St. Jude in the playoffs, kind of much like Tony Finau uh, last year. It wasn't technically his first win because he had won in Puerto Rico, but his first, you know, uh, non, you know, uh, uh, reverse field event. Yep. Couldn't close it. Well, who else played well? This is, of course, the week where, where players try to, you know, who uh, either keep themselves in the top 70 to make it to the next round of the playoffs or or play themselves out. Uh, tied third, and I think making, you know, making sure they made it into the next round of the playoffs were, you know, former U.S. Open champion Lucas Glover, Brian Harmon. Uh, a lot of points for those guys. Tied fifth, Adam Scott, John Rahm, Colin Morikawa, and Tony Finau, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and Andrew Putnam, all tied fifth. Oh, uh, Trey Mullinax as well. Uh, and then 12th, solo 12th, Sanjay M. Uh, Justin Thomas tied 13th. Tom Kim tied 13th. Joaquin Neiman, Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith had a uh, was going into Sunday, was supposed to be within a couple shots of the lead, and then was assessed a two-shot penalty. Now, Cameron Smith has been widely rumored to be going to the Live Tour. Uh, did you think that penalty was was merited? There really should be a rule. So what if you bet? What if, you know, after the round, you bet on Cameron Smith and put like, you know, you know, 20 bucks on Cameron Smith to win to win the, the tournament? And all of a sudden they take away two two strokes from him the next morning. That's not fair. It should be there should be a limit like a couple hours after the after the after the round. John Rahm played better on the weekend, 66 on on Sunday. Uh, I felt bad. Did I felt bad for JJ Spawn? Did you feel bad for JJ Spawn? JJ JJ Spahn, who, 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 you know, the, you know, my former, uh, uh, my former middle school classmate, Jeffrey Wright, the actor, Jeffrey Wright, JJ Spahn is fat Jeffrey Wright. Uh, JJ Spahn was in the lead after Saturday, 62, 67, 68, and then 78 on Sunday. Yep. Too bad. But he, he was, he was playing better today. I saw him a little bit today. We're not going to talk about today because we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that later. So anyway, uh, but it was, you know, it was a good tournament. It was a good, it was a good tournament. Some of the guys, some of the, some of the notables didn't make the cut. Scotty Scheffler didn't make the cut. Uh, Jason Day, I don't think Jason Day, he's 32nd right now in President's Cup stands. I don't think they can put him on the team. Yeah. Billy Horschel. Oh, well, Adam Scott's in, he's in position. He's playing well. He played well again today, but he played well last week. Uh, Billy Horschel, Rory McIlroy didn't make the cut. Um, Let's see. Who else? Uh, Matt Kuchar, Webb Simpson. uh, Jordan Spieth was terrible, 70-74. 
uh, didn't make the cut. Seamus Power, who we like, Justin Rose, those guys didn't make the cut. So good tournament. And uh, Sam Burns has not been playing as well lately, so uh, hopefully he will get things together before the President's Cup. Uh, and this and this week they're in Wilmington, Delaware. We'll talk about that next week. What a strange place to have a playoff event, Wilmington, Delaware. Okay, so that was the PGA Tour. Uh, you want to you tell us about the other tours from the week? It's in North, that's where it's called the Honda World Invitational, but it's played in Ballymena, Northern Ireland. I mean, it kind of fooled you. You thought it, you thought it was in Asia because it sounds like it should be in Asia because Honda. I bet it's beautiful. I watched I watched just a very little bit of it. Well, while while you're doing that, why don't I why don't I why don't I uh, go over some go over some rankings uh, for the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup, and then uh, we'll start talking about some of the some of the news from the week. Some of the oh, you got it. Sake, sake baba. 
one of the girls that didn't win was another American, not American, but she was actually, um, I think she's a name, a girl from USC, yeah, she's a Ty Sophia girl from USC that was a really good player. Her sake bomber was the winner. Sake, like, 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 like sake the drink? Saki, not sake. Nice. Oh yes, wasn't it like? Wasn't it like? I saw that. I watched a little bit, but then it was like eleven and ten. Well, at least if her name is Saki Baba, she's not going to have to be Saki Baba 6. She'll be the only Saki Baba. Saki Baba, Saki Baba sounds like a character from a Quentin Tarantino movie. Saki, Saki Baba is really good with a katana. Saki Baba. Yeah. All right. All right, so we have only only two more weeks of competitive golf before the President's Cup, and uh, for the U.S. team, six the the top six uh, make it automatically, and really I think the battle is going to be between Tony Finau and Will Zalatoris, Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, Sam Burns, Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas are one through five. Tony Finau six, Will Zalatoris jumped up to seventh. Uh, they're both going to be on the team. Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Max Homa, Billy Horschel, and Cameron Young. And we, we're both of, of the opinion that those are the 12. That nobody else makes sense. I mean, after that, you have Tom Hoagie's 13th, and he's a journeyman. Oh, they'll make it quick. They may be after this week. JT Poston, journeyman. You know, Kevin Kisner, there's always, you know, you know Kevin Kisner would play well. If there was an injury, you'd put Kevin Kisner on the team, and he'd be great. Then Cameron Tringali, you know, journeyman. Maverick McNeely. Uh, uh, what's your name's boyfriend? Uh, uh, Russell Henley, journeyman. Russell Henley, journeyman. Brian Harmon, journeyman. Keegan Bradley. Uh, Keegan Bradley might move up if he continues to play well in Wilmington. Uh, yeah, Daniel Berger injured. Aaron Wise. So that's that's the uh, U.S. standings. The international standings. I think so. I think I think they're going to make it on. You know, as captain's picks, I, I I don't see any reason. I don't see. I I think so. I I, I think that not only uh, does he deserve it, but Billy Horschel has been a uh, Billy Horschel has been a real big proponent of the PGA Tour, and I think people notice that. So anyway, that's that's the U.S. team. On the international side, you know, they have been they have been hit by uh, live tour live tour uh, defections more than the American team have. But they have Cameron Smith and Hideki Matsuyama. Those guys are you know absolutely going to be on the team. Some JM, Joaquin Neiman, uh, Tom Kim, Corey Connors, Adam Scott, and Mito Pereira. Those guys would have automatic bids. 
And then you have the, the four who would get captain's bids right now, K.H. Lee, Eric Von Royen, Sebastian Munoz, and Adam Hadwin. And I know you're a big believer in Ryan Fox, who's 13th. Then Mackenzie Hughes, Anurban Lahiri, Mark Leishman, who I think, you know, they need some veteran presence uh, unless he's, you know, all, unless, unless, you know, they know he's going to live and don't want to take him. Christian Bazudenhoit, uh, Siwoo Kim, Lucas Herbert, and Jason Day, as I said, is 32nd. On the Ryder Cup side, uh, on the uh, on the U.S. team, Scotty Scheffler remains number one. Will Zalatoris bolts up to number two. Justin Thomas, three. Cameron Young, four. Uh, then you have your first live guy, Dustin Johnson, in fifth. Colin Morikawa, sixth. Kevin Kisner, seventh. Uh, and then Keegan Bradley, Xander Schauffele, Patrick Cantlay, Harold Varner, Brian Harmon, and Chris Kirk uh, round out the first 13, and I give 13 because DJ won't be on the team. On the European on the European side, a lot more live players complicate things. So John Rahm, Tommy Fleetwood, Terrell Hatton, and Vern Wiesberger would be the top four with Wiesberger on live. Then Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland, Paul Casey's on live. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, then Lee Westwood's on live, Shane Lowry, Sergio Garcia on live, Victor Perez, and Robert McIntyre. And then Ian Poulter's next, live. And then, you know, the guys who would be making the team uh, with all those defections would be Guido Migliozzi, Justin Rose, Alex Noren, Thomas Dietrich, uh, and then a bunch of guys who probably will not sniff it, like Danny Willett and Callum Hill. So, uh the Europeans really need to get some of those young golfers up there. Rasmus Hoygaard's, Rasmus Hoygaard's in 20th. Guido Migliozzi did not have a good season. Robert McIntyre is kind of, yeah, yeah. Really, the guy who had the best season for the young Europeans was, you know, probably two would be Aaron Rye and, and Sam Horsfield, and Sam Horsfield went to live. Well, I, you know, I think, I think especially, you know, the advantage of the Europeans has always been the cohesiveness of the team, and they're not going to have that. In some ways, I think the U.S. will have that more because the guys at the top of the list, you know, assuming there aren't any more significant lived defections, have all kind of, you know, uh, solidified themselves as big backers of the PGA Tour. I think, you know, but we'll, we'll see. Well, yeah, well, yeah, no. Oh, hey, Stacy, the story about Patrick Reed, uh, four dollars got us. It's that it's that PGA Tour website. That's a that's a parody tour. Uh, here, no, uh, here's another post from them. In a recent interview, Brooks Kepka said his relationship with Jenna has never been better. He added, "Money truly does solve all problems." If she's bothering me, I Venmo her a thousand dollars to stop, and she does. Yep. 
Well, what was the biggest news this week was the uh, lawsuit from Patrick Reed against the Golf Channel and uh, and uh, uh, Randall Chambly. So USA Today, Patrick Reed hits new low with pathetic $750 million lawsuit uh, against Golf Channel and Randall Chambly. Uh, because uh, Brandel Chambly is, yeah, Brandel Chambly speaks speaks his mind, right? Um, let's see. Oh, here's here's one. According to here's the PGA Tour. According to more multiple sources, this is parody. Patrick Green decides a deal to partner with Top Flight. Sources say it was the perfect match because both parties were desperate for a partnership. Uh, Thinking about Kevin Kisner's comments about Patrick Reed to Golf Digest in 2018, they all hate him. Any guys that were on the team with him at Georgia hate him. And it's the same way at Augusta, said Kevin Kisner, a Georgia alum who predated Reed's arrival. I don't know that they'd piss on him if he was on fire, to tell you the truth. Uh, let's see. So here's, uh, Reed claims Chambly golf channel, the PGA tour and Jay Monaghan have conspired to target Jay Reed, uh, Patrick Reed 32 for the last nine years. So just reading from this to compound matters, both before and in furtherance of the threats made and actions taken by the PGA tour, it's commissioner Jay Monaghan to constructively terminate Mr. Reed. Defendants Chambly and Golf Channel have conspired as joint tortfeasors for with the PGA Tour. Uh, let's see, they've been defaming and misreporting information with falsity or reckless discard for the truth uh, since he was 23 years old to destroy his reputation, create hate and a hostile work environment for him. And with the intention to discredit his name and, and accomplishments as a young elite world-class golfer and the good and caring person, husband and father of two children he is. It is well known on tour that Mr. Reed has been abused and endured more than any other golfer from fans or spectators who have been allowed to scream obscenities only to be glorified by NBC's golf channel for doing so. Really? Did people scream at Patrick Reed? Yeah, well, I can tell you at the, at the live tournament, there was no one following Patrick Reed around. Yeah, you know what? I really never had a problem with with Patrick Reed. The players don't. The players don't like him. Um, so so his lawyer is this guy named Larry Clayman, Larry E. Clayman who's defending Saudi Arabia only a few months after bashing them and supporting uh, Chambly's takes. So that tells you, I think, all you need to know about lawyers. So uh, two years ago, Reed sent a cease and desist letter to Chambly via attorney Peter Ginsburg, the former lawyer for Hank Haney and Vijay Singh uh, in cases against the PGA Tour. He's now represented by Larry Clayman, founder of Freedom Watch USA and a real prince. Uh, 
his lawyers offered this comparison between his client and Tiger Woods, spelling Woods wrong. Uh, how do you spell Woods wrong? They spelled it W-O-O-D apostrophe S. Uh, yeah, he said he is the youngest world golf champion ever beating out Tiger Woods record of youngest by 26 days. He won his debut WGC at the age of 23. He is the fourth golfer in American history to receive an honorary lifetime membership on the European tour, as well as Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, and Tom Watson. Uh, let's see. So, so Reed, Reed said that he has heard such things uh, on tour as you suck now on the tee, the excavator, you effing suck, you jackass, you coward. Why don't you dig, dig a grave and bury yourself in it? Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, anyway, but, but this, so somebody says with Larry Clayman, the morphing of live golf and the MAGA tour is complete. Uh, Patrick Reed hiring a lawyer who sued his own mother is just poetry. Oh God, Larry Clayman, his lawyer. There's a there's a tweet on Larry Clayman's account. I I, I I I this looks legitimate. Who knows? But it says Larry Clayman tweeted on March 21st a picture of Greg Norman. It's not just Greg Norman who is in bed with the evil Saudis and states and states who launder terrorist money. European golf's race to Dubai, where American golfers complete as well, is also a disgrace and an outrage. So this guy this guy was tearing down Greg Norman, the Live Tour, and the Saudis. Uh, let's see. Extremist information. Larry Clayman is a pathologically litigious attorney and professional gadfly, notorious for suing everyone from Iran's supreme leader to his own mother. He has spent years denouncing Barack Obama as a crypto communist Muslim, convening meaningless citizens grand juries and railing against an endless list of enemies. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here's another one. Larry Clayman on February 15th of this year. Brandel Chambly of the Golf Channel and others have it right. Don't sell your soul to the murderous Saudi re regime, which gave us September 11th. There is no justification to get in bed with the Saudis other than pure greed. Well, what's the, what's the motivation for a $750 million lawsuit? Uh, uh, do you think, do you think, yeah, uh, of which you would make, what, $75 million? You know, that's, you know. I have a feeling some lawyer, some some judge is going to put that one in the circular file. Apparently, I just saw today that the that the live players case against the PGA Tour won't be heard until at earliest January of 2024. So uh, I don't think we're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be getting too many world golf ranking points for the next year, Stacy. Young players on the on the PGA Tour and the DP Tour. All right. Well, um, I think I think anything else you have? Anything else you have for today, my friend?
all Americans make it to the semifinals. No, all Americans go straight. I'm going to watch tomorrow. It, was, was Matthew Fitzpatrick's little brother in it? Well, I saw Thor Bjorn. I saw Thor Bjornson was playing, but I think he was losing. All right. Well. Well, I'm, I'm excited for, for Modest Mouse on Saturday night, Stacy. I think I'll see you then. And uh, have, I, think it's, I think it's probably like seven and, and, and we'll grab some dinner and, and go here. Go here. Uh, classic. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. It'd go early before the, before the, yeah, before the neighborhood becomes Portland. All right. Here's, here's a little, here's a little Modest Mouse to, to, uh, uh, to exit by today, one of my favorite Modest Mouse songs, their ode to uh, uh, Charles Bukowski. Got it.